Turn with me in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. I think I can get there. And we had some wonderful singing. Brother Crafton's testimony. I was sitting there while he was talking. This thing, you're going to go a long ride with the message today. Lord knows what he's doing, Brother Marcus. All the time. First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. Listen to this. And such were some of you and I. Ye are washed, but ye are sanctified. But ye are justified in the name of our Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. May God bless the reading of his word. You may be seated. We've, in last month or so, been talking about love, 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 love. We went from the neighbors to the brethren to the sisters and all that. That's a great word. Look it up, what love means. And I'll try to share some things with you today what love brings to us. For a subject, uh, I want to talk with you for a few moments on the subject of a changed life. A changed life. Now, I want to introduce it this way. You and I was raised in rural county, Lake Robinson County, and all of this. As we were coming up in life, Things begin to change. You remember changes that come along? I want to share one with you, and maybe I get a laugh with it. As growing up as a kid or a young man in Robinson County, my daddy was a farmer. And we worked hard. When I say hard, it was hard. Plow mules all day. But, we had a destiny. Things began to get better. Remember things began to get better? We worked the farm. We worked the cornfields. We worked the cotton fields. The mechanism began to come along. Life was better. And these are some of the things that crossed my mind that I thought. I think that you and I did. When I get old enough, I'm leaving the farm. Things are going to get better, right? We're going to leave the farm, Brother Henry. I'm going to go get me a job in a factory. Think we're going to get better. It's a process. It's the progress that we make through life. Now, our Christian life is a process that we're going to go through life. So we remember those things. Remember where you came from. Remember where you're at today. Remember what God did for you many years ago and where he's brought you to today. We didn't do it on our own. God brought us here today. It was God. Read a subject of a changed life. We need life to be changed. You and I today, many years ago, we was unable to sit in your home Lay down in your bed at night and be cool. But now you can go turn your air conditioning on and it's cool and comfortable. Things change, Brother Henry. Time changes us as we walk through life. Follow along with me. 
Here's a famous song. I, want, I mean, it's an old song. We, I used to hear it when I was a little fellow in church. I want to tell you this. I want to share this with you. The first stanza of a famous Christian song begins, What a wonderful change in my life has been brought. Since what? Since Jesus came into my life. He changed everything in your life and my life. Since he changed everything in your life and my life, brought us to a newness of life, there were some things that takes place. Now, you're not going to agree with all I'm going to tell you today. But I'm going to tell you anyway because it's God's word. You don't have to agree with God. God is right. You're wrong. God is right. You're wrong. You don't have to agree with me. God said, my way is what? It's the right way. Follow along with me. Without a doubt, the greatest proof, I'm talking about conversion. Now, I'm talking about us in the beginning. The moment that Christ came in your life, it was changed forever. Amen. At that moment, it was never the same, Brother Marcus. You didn't change. Yeah, physically, I changed a little bit. You know, I got a little bit of gray up here. I'm not as kind of as big as I used to be. Somebody was making mention this morning said, boy, you got good genes. I don't know if it's good genes or not, but I know I'm skinny. I know that. But when there's changes takes place, and here's some of the changes that takes place in your life, the moment and the time that Christ came into your life. It took place. It's a progress that we're moving through. A child, a child, without doubt, the greatest proof of the birth, of the new birth, is a change of life. I can tell you I've been born again. I can tell you I belong to the king. Unless I show you I belong to the king, there's no proof there. There has to come a change in your life. There has to come a change in my life. There has to come a time when we don't think the way that we used to think. We change. We change. Progress makes a change. And that progress requires you to walk with Jesus Christ. It's a requirement that you walk with him. Without doubt. Sometimes in our minds we have doubts, right? Satan brings doubt. Listen to this. He, he said, when you conversion takes place, there's a great word that I just used a little bit earlier that happens in your life. Love. You know, we love a lot of things. How much do you love Jesus Christ? I want to show you how much he loves you. Many years ago, he was on a cross in Calvary. Saying, this is how much I love you. Love. Love breaks all barriers. I can love you in spite of yourself. Jesus loved us in spite of the way we was. We were so filthy. We were so nasty. And Jesus died for us and cleaned us up so we could go be with him. Listen. Isaiah tells us our righteousness like filthy rags. Got to be cleaned up, Brother Ronald. He loved Jesus. 
Now, you'd ask the world, do you love Jesus? They're going to say, yeah. They're lying to you. They don't love Jesus. If they love Jesus, they'd do what? What would they do? Yeah, we would serve him. We would love him. We would love the brother no matter what they would do to us. We would still love the brother. If he comes in your life, it'll change. It changes. It changes for the better. We love the Bible, don't we? Don't you love the Bible? Don't you love God's Word? Yeah. This is, this is one of the changes that takes place. You begin to love. You begin to express your love. You show your love. Huh? You spend time in His Word, God's Word. The love of the Bible, we should love God's Word as the psalmist did. He read Psalmist 119. He talks about his love for God's Word. We should love God's Word. We should love each other. I'm not saying you don't love each other. You should express your love to each other the way God expressed his love to you. Amen. Show me. Most people say, show me that you love me. It's a show me. And after, and after, Jesus, or after our conversion, the sin of my whole Christ in high esteem. You know, there are still good Christians, I mean, good sinners in the world today, people, good morals. But I want to tell you something. Your morals, your condition will not get you into the kingdom. If God doesn't come in your life and change you, you will never make it into the kingdom. You can be the best that ever walked on the face of the earth. Without converting to Christianity and God's love, God's mercy, you will not make it into the kingdom. That's the end of the journey that you and I are on, to be with him in glory. So, Jesus, the sinner, has a lot of respect. There's good sinners. I'm saying good because you look at them, they look good. They talk good. They walk good. But they're not good enough to get in the kingdom. God's going to say, I don't know you. Isn't that sad? Conversion. We need a change in our life. As I was saying earlier, today will be different than tomorrow. Something that happened in your life will change the, maybe the way you think tomorrow. It's a progress. It's a process that we are going through. And when the process is over, it's all be over. We won't be traveling anymore. We're going to be home. All of us is looking for a place to go, aren't we? When you leave here at this moment, if you were to leave at this moment, you where you said I'm headed home? Where are you headed? Where is your final destination at in life? We need to ask ourselves these questions. You say, I've been saved for so many years. Ask yourself the question, am I eternally going to this final destination to be with God in glory? You should know that without a shadow of a doubt. I'm going to tell you something today. You may never see me again. But I have a home in heaven and glory. God said you can come, and I'm going. You can go too. Amen. You can go too.
You don't know how to convince me, folks. God already knows. So, I love the Bible. Y'all ask the Bible. I love to get this thing, see what he's going to tell me. Do you love your Bible? It's the Word of God. If you don't love your Bible, let me say it this way. If you don't love what God has in this book, you don't love God. It's that simple. I didn't get an amen there, but that's all right. We'll move on. God's Word, His Word will stand forever. If He lives forever, God's Word's going to be forever. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. He, it's your conversion. You ought to love Christian people. Do we love Christian people? I ought to. I should. I should express that I love you. I love my brother and sisters. Mm. Curly, you shouldn't have said that. We know we have passed from death unto light because we love the what? We love the brother. Listen, I'm going to die physically one day if the Lord doesn't come and wrap to the church out of here. But I'm going to live with him throughout all eternity. I've passed. I have passed from death unto light. And Jesus Christ says, I am the light of the world. He is the light. He's the light that shows us the pathway that we should follow. Love his word. Love the brethren. Love to do what things that pleases God. If you can sing, sing great hymns to God. If you can't, do whatever you can. If you can pray, pray for somebody. Pray that God will use you to be the Christian person that you need to be. Folks, a lot of us try to do it on our own, and we're going to fail. So we need to do it God's way. And we need to know that we, are on our way to meet the king. Oh, what a time it's going to be. Listen, changes, progress moves along. Somebody has said, if you don't follow with it, you'll be left behind. Look, some things I want to leave behind. I don't want them to bother me. I don't need no excessive baggage. I need Jesus Christ to lead the way for me. Love the Christian. Love the brethren. Now, brother, let me tell you all something. We're not all going to see eye to eye. We can forget about that. But I can still love you regardless whether we see eye to eye. I can still love you. Why? I cannot love you on my own. I have to love you through Jesus Christ. That's the only way I'm going to show my love. Because soon, if I try to do it my way, when you irk me, you're going to see the other side of me. If I love you like Jesus Christ, you can see the good side of Jesus Christ. I want to show you Jesus Christ. I want to love you like Jesus Christ loves you. And then I tell her, it's a process. And one day, sometime in the future, we all know it. The process for us will be over with. We won't go through any more changes in this life and the world to come. Here's a good one. Let me share this one with you. You know what we're supposed to do? People say, you know, we're supposed to love our enemies. We're supposed to love our enemies. That's a hard thing, Brother Henry. 
You say, well, tell me what you want to. It's a hard thing for you to love your enemies. God said, love them anyway. Just love them anyway. Love them. Love your enemies. God said, how do you love them? How do we love them? As I love myself. Don't I love myself? Yeah, I think I do. He loves his enemies. Here's a good one. Let me share this with you, what God says about love. He loved the souls of people. Now, you think about that. Think about that for a moment. Jesus says, he loved the souls of people. Like Paul, he too can only cry out for the conversion of our loved ones. That's all you can do. You can do a lot of other stuff. You can pray for them. You pray, Lord, I hope you save. Well, I want you to save so and so. We have our favorites, don't we? You didn't say, God, I want you to love my enemy. God, I want you to save my enemy. God, I want you to help me love my enemy. We have favorites. That is wrong, folks. That is wrong, and that is wrong, and that is wrong. God has no favor. God loves us all. It's wrong for us to think that way. Show your love. Show your love. Brothers, my heart's desire. This is a strong word. My heart's desire. And my prayer to God. Listen. He's using the word here. You, you think I should have said brother and sister? No. Paul said, I'm praying for Israel. You ever pray for Israel? You ever think about those Jews? That's God's people. You need to pray for them. We are God's son's people, and we need to pray for each other. I believe we'd have a better walk in this Christian life if I could learn to pray for my brother sincerely. We talk about love. How much do you love? If you'd put go from one to ten, where would you be at? Would you deny yourself? Will you deny yourself to help the brethren? Oh, I don't know about that, Brother Marcus. I don't know if I'm going to deny myself to help my brother. Look, others is more important than you in the eyesight of God. You was important to him. He sent his son. He said, I want you to go. I'm paraphrasing this. Because there's people in need. People needed help. Didn't you need help? Didn't a time come in your life when you needed God to come in there? Take control of your life. It was messed up, folks. It was messed up. You was messed up when you were walking out during the world without Jesus Christ. It was a messed up life. Jesus came in and changed it. If Christ would allow death to invade this body before I accept him as Lord and Savior, where do you think I'd be at today? My destiny was hell. It was hell. Your destiny today, and I'm, I'm saying this and I'm hoping, is heaven. It's heaven, your destiny. But we need to show love. We need to have this compassion in our heart that Jesus had in his. When he was on the cross and looked out there, all those people, 
and said, Father, forgive them. Can you do that? Can you do that? All that's been done wrong to you, can you say, God, forgive them? They know not what they're doing. We know God instilled in us enough of knowledge to know whether we love him or we don't, whether we're going to serve him or we're not. There has to come a time in our life when we make some decisions. Am I going to follow Christ? Ask him to come into my life. And if he does, he'll change you. He'll change you. He loves to talk to God and speak to God. Don't you like to spend some time with him? Hmm? Even the preachers like to spend some time. I hope we do. <laughs> spend some time with God. Spend, spend some time with God. Let him mold you and make you what he wants you to be. Not what I want to be. You know, if I had my choice today, I don't want to be the greatest preacher that ever lived, but it ain't my choice. God hasn't given me that ability to be the greatest. God gave me the ability to do what he wants me to do. That's the ability he gave me. We learn to pray. Now, if Psalms, some of us can sing pretty good, don't you think? Some of us can even maybe take a stanza of a song, and that's about it for some of us. But the Bible teaches us to have a song and a prayer in our heart that we can go through today worshiping him. So he loves to talk to God. Speak to yourself in song and in hymns and in the spiritual singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord God. Praising God. Don't know how to pray. Don't know how to sing. But I know how to get in touch with him. Don't we? We know how to get in touch with God. We know how to please God. But we don't please him all the time. Because I want to have some time for myself. Folks, all the time belongs to God. You're here for a purpose. Make do. Make do. And do well with the purpose that God has given you in life. In closing, I want to say this to you. As a born-again believer, you're never alone in this life. You're never alone. Because there's somebody or a, another person. I don't want to say somebody. Another person is right there with you. Is helping you along the way. How or what? Let me say it this way before I can close. Before I close, here's a good illustration of what the Holy Spirit does for you and I. How many of you are familiar with chicks, chickens, baby chicks? Nobody? I mean, we done passed that stage? Oh, okay, now we got some. What a baby, what a mother hen does, she takes care of her babies. She'll protect them. They come a danger, they get go around mama. Right? And they'll cover them up to try to keep them. Well, he, the Holy Spirit's taking care of you. As a loving and a wise mother tenderly watches over her children as the Holy Spirit cares for what? The Holy Spirit takes care of the children of God. Think about that. That'll make you shout. The Holy Spirit takes care of the children of God. 
Who do you belong to? That's a tough question. It's not. You know who you belong to. You know where you stand in life. You know where you are in God's kingdom. In God's kingdom if you're one of his. He told us something in the Bible. He said, I'm going away. I'm going away to prepare a place for you. God didn't say I'm going to prepare a place for me. Brother Henry said I'm going to prepare a place for you, those that love me. I'm going away, but I'm going to get this accomplished. And sometime in the future, listen, sometime in the future, he's coming back to get us. If it's in the rapture or when he comes, but he's coming back to get us. He's going to take us home, folks, to that place he said he is going away to provide for you and I. It's up to you. It's up to me. Brother Crafter and myself can't tell you and can't. If we can tell you how to get there to trust Jesus Christ, we can't show you the way. We can't show you where it's at. But we know he's preparing a place for us. But I'm telling you and myself, if you don't know him today as Lord and Savior, you get, need to get to know him. Because time is winding up. Time is winding up. We need to enjoy the time we have here with Jesus Christ. But we know, but, but we know when we get there, we'll enjoy it with him. We'll know how to, Brother Ron, we'll know how to sing these beautiful songs that was tried to sing here on earth. We don't even know how to worship him and praise him when we get there because he's telling us how to do it here on earth. Watch over each other. Help each other. And when you get the opportunity, the Holy Spirit, begging your heart to get the witness of somebody, be a witness for Jesus Christ. He'll take care of you. He'll do like a mother hen takes care of her chicks. And I love that. It takes care of us. He watches over us. May God bless you. Brother Ronald's going to come sing a Sanamitation song. And if anyone is under the sound of my voice needs a Savior, today is going to be the first day of the rest of your life. We need a Savior. We need Jesus Christ in our hearts and minds and soul. May God bless you. Like I said, I'm not past the hip and he's on his way back. You'll get to hear him next Sunday, maybe. If the Lord's will, if he tarries and not come. But let me share this with you. At a point in time, in God's plan, he's coming back. He's not going to delay it. He's not going to delay his time for you because it's appointment. And he's coming back. May God bless you.